Hey Jackets, welcome to this episode of Yellow Jacket Voices. I'm really excited today to be talking to Mary Jane Burton. She is a teacher of drama, speech, communications, all kinds of wonderful things at the high school. Welcome Mary Jane, it's awfully nice to have you with us. If you wouldn't mind, tell us a little bit about you. Good morning, Cindy. So glad to be here. First of all, I am a Choctaw girl. I graduated in 81 from Choctaw High School. And when I finally came back to work for the district, I was like, oh, I'm home. I'm home. (laughs) So um, I am Filipino. My father and and mother met while he was stationed in Manila. And at at the age of five, we came to the United States. Uh, My sister was two and We've, you know, been in the United States ever since, traveled a little bit, but if I had to, again, say, where is home? It's Oklahoma, and it's absolutely uh, this area, Choctaw, because, again, not only a graduate, but obviously now, uh, this is year 28 in the school district, uh, the best school district in the state. I'll I agree. Say it I loudly agree. and proudly. So yeah, I I'm just a, a, a local girl, and I'm very thrilled to have been able to build a fine arts theater program in the area that really is. This sounds dramatic, but hey, I'm a drama teacher, so it can be <laughs> that, that kind of saved my life. And I don't mean that in a in a sense of you know anything uh, to tragic, but I I had some pitfalls um, in life, and so theater gave me a place, and it gave me a sense of, I can, I can do something. I have some skill sets, and I learned a lot from my former drama teachers that built my self-esteem, so. When did you start doing drama? When did that bug, as they say, hit you? I was in seventh grade, and Judy Lee was my drama teacher, and Judy Lee, I'm telling you what, you would have thought we were in a college program. Miss Lee was not going to have any silliness. She was not going to have any nonsense. And I think that's what instilled in me as a little seventh grader, we're doing something kind of important here. Miss Lee doesn't want us to play around. She doesn't want us to be goofy. As a matter of fact, when Miss Mary Aaron decided she was going to be a goofy little seventh grader and said something in the class like, Miss Lee, did you did you uh, do a tootie or something like that? Miss Lee promptly asked me to stand up and come into uh, the closet with her where I got my first SWAT. Oh, my wow. first and only SWAT. You and, learned quickly. <laughs> oh, I, I, it didn't take long for me to realize Again, this is a a teacher that takes her craft seriously, and we made costumes, we made, um, I just remember making props, and again, this is in a seventh grade program that I didn't really understand, but more importantly, she gave me a place to go when I needed to get away from home, you know, so. I think that's true. I think our kids, and one of the things that I really like about Choctaw is that we try to have places where the students can go, whether it's drama, speech, theater, vocal music, instrumental music, ROTC, VOAG, all of these things. We have a place for students, and it's wonderful that you provide that. It's invaluable. Um, Yes, we absolutely need the academics. That's how, you know, that's that's a, a big part of success in life. But if you don't have 
the fine arts, whether it's, again, theater, music, band, uh, choir, visual art, there's just a part of you that's just not well-rounded. Not fu- I, I don't want to say not fulfilled, but um, there's just something about uh, music and pictures and visual things that just make us feel whole and make us feel human. And, and those are things that separate us, you know, from animals, uh, is we do appreciate those things. And those things, again, can grow us as people. Right. So, right. I think it gives us an outlet, too. Oh, absolutely. Whether it's, you know, the visual arts or the, you know, the performing arts, all of those things is is an outlet and a release. It's absolutely been not only obviously critical in my life because I, I clung to it. I needed it desperately. Uh, Miss Lee, who I went to her wedding as a little eighth (laughs) grader, um, and she she gave me that sense of, I will always have a place. Um, I had, you know, my parents were wonderful people and wonderful parents when when they um, were making good choices. But when they weren't making good choices, that's when I was so grateful that I had rehearsal that night. And I had people, not only my teacher, but my my friends, that we all were doing the same thing and loved the same thing. And I absolutely see the same cycle of of kids and relationships in my program. Uh, I have had a majority of students that are incredibly talented, incredibly gifted, but I've also got that group of kids. They just need, they need this, they need these people. Mm-hmm. Um, they need this village of people. And, and I've had kids say, I finally found my people, you know, wow. when they get into the program. And so I, I think that that's one of the things I'm the most grateful for and proud of is that I'm providing that. I'm providing that opportunity for not just the kids that maybe want to pursue theater or maybe just use it to, Again, build self-esteem and self-confidence and all those things we need to make it in the real world. Exactly. But those kids that need a place to be. So grateful for that. Truly. What a blessing that is for the district to have you available to do that and willing to do that to help those kids that maybe were not born performers. Yes. But you're you're there for Love it, love it. Yeah, it's definitely, again, um, you know, we've had an incredible amount of success in the program, which... I am so proud of. I mean, again, this is year 28. We just won our 17th one act play state championship. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, again, I, and we don't, you know, I, I tell the kids, we're certainly not doing this for this piece of wood and, and accolades. But if that's what the end result is, because you do beautiful storytelling Let's take it. Let's right. let's absolutely, you know, add it to our um, our trophy case. But it's not a. It's certainly not about that. My kids are really good at storytelling because I have. A, that's one of my gifts. Is I'm I'm able to visualize what a picture might look like in my head, and then I do everything I can to get them then to reflect that. Onto, onto the stage. 17th state championship and, and very, very proud of that. We also have a lot of my students who, you know, they're, they're not necessarily going to be actors in Hollywood or 
in on Broadway, but I've got a lot of educators out there. And you talk about being super pumped about that. I've got teachers that are out there or, or former students who are out there teaching speech, teaching drama. And sometimes that makes me just as proud. I'm like, wow, they're, they get it. They're, they're saying, I want to give back. Right. Because that's ultimately, I think what drove me to education was it affected me so much as a student and as a kid that I said, I want to do that same thing because I know there are lots of Mary Janes out there that just need a sense of a place and a sense of, um, again, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay and I'm going to be the best me that I can possibly be. So, It's amazing how often we hear that from educators. I am an educator because an educator made a difference in my life. Amen, sister. So that's we cannot we cannot undervalue the importance of of teachers and yeah. the impact that they make on humanity. Yeah. And Amen. and there are a lot of teachers that, you know, I know burnout is a thing and I know it's it's hard to stay, especially, you know, post-COVID, I think has been been very... It's been amazing, it hasn't has. it, the changes? Across, that, I mean, across, across our, the yes, world, exactly. it's not obviously just about educators or students, or but I've seen it. I've seen the effects of it in the classroom. Um, I've seen the effects of it in, in, again, with teachers. And sometimes teachers just have to remember it may not be something that we see today I, I think mr. Reed has told stories of of um, he gets an email you know out 20 of the years blue, out right. of the blue saying hey I just want to let you know that uh, back when you know you taught me in elementary school or whatever you, it really impacted me that's that's the reality of it we never know and sometimes we don't I actually forwarded a a post to him that I saw on Facebook, a woman, you know, with children was talking about the teachers that impacted her life and his name was mentioned. Wow. So I took a screenshot of it and sent it to him and said, see, you're, what you said was very true and it continues to, to happen. She named, she spelled his name wrong. So we kind of laughed about that, but you know what? She tried. <laughs> she tried. I think it was exactly. R-E-E-D, but I was sure. like, I know, she, I know she meant you. It says David. So. <laughs> okay, Mary Jane, what's next? Well, today is actually pretty exciting because in just a few short hours at 3.30 p.m., the Fine Arts Building is going to be filled with lots of middle school and high school students preparing for their Mamma Mia audition. I know, that's today. And then we'll do callbacks for that on Thursday. And I will post the cast of Mamma Mia by Friday. So wow, that's fast. It, it is fast. It's it's a whirlwind fast, especially it's on the heels of one-act play. But, you know, that's how we roll. That is how we roll. <laughs> what would you do if you didn't have 10 things going on? I have no clue. I have no clue. We, we open Mamma Mia on February 16th. And so we literally have about six, seven weeks to pull it all together. And that, and, and you've been in musicals before, yes. Cindy. And so you know that That's that is a very short timeline. time. But we're hoping to go ahead after we cast the show this week, and then we'll be on, on Thanksgiving break next week. As soon as we get back, we're going to go ahead and hit all of the musical rehearsals and get these kids learning the music, right. which is a huge 
component, obviously, to a musical. Then we're going to go ahead and start with the choreography okay. and get that underway. Uh, Sierra Posada is going to, to work through that. Sam Melton, sorry, I forgot Sam's name, will be uh, taking care of our music. And we're going to also bring Jackie Hogan, which I'm super excited about. Okay. She's going to come in and help with a little bit of music. I'm hoping Justin Larman will, will be able to help us out here and there. He's been super busy with other projects, but hoping that he can come and join us and, and play and have some fun. So yeah, it's going to be a great time this next eight weeks. It's going to go fast, but I really am hoping that everybody marks their calendar for February 16th, 17th, and 18th. Then we'll have the second weekend of Mamma Mia on the 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Uh, tickets will, we will post the link online. Uh, I have a Facebook page for Choctaw Theater Arts. And so we will post all of that information on Facebook and get it out to the public. Ryan Horton is fabulous about making sure that we get into the Choctaw oh, Times. Choctaw Times he's is the best. Really, Seriously. really the best in working he, with us. He's yeah. so great with uh, making sure that all of our activities, our sports, our accolades, our, mm-hmm. you know, all the programs, everything with the new high school um, and, and our, our other new buildings is community is aware of it. And I love that. Yeah, I truly do. So, yeah, we've got a musical underway. Oh, the musicals are so much fun. They are they are not to be not to be missed. That's for sure. Absolutely. And we're looking forward to it. And again, we're going to we're going to have a, a wide variety of kids, not only our middle schoolers uh, that we'll bring in. But this is really going to focus on our high school students, because I normally do a community audition process. But this year, I, I just felt like it was the year to focus on the high school students and see you know there are adult roles in this but i think mm-hmm. i think we got some kids that can pull it off especially after doing august osage county i know these kids can make us believe that they're older than 16 17 sure. years old sure. so looking forward to what they're going to bring to the table they're super excited about it uh, lots of buzz we've got we we looked at the audition the kids had to do a QR code that would get them an audition time slot. Okay. And okay. we looked those over and there are lots of new names. And if you don't oh, think that exciting. gets me exciting, when I say, who is this? Oh my gosh, who is that? Now, some of them may be middle schoolers that we're not familiar with, but I'm really thinking we got some high school kids. And that's what I love about opening it to the entire campus is that we're going to see, again, what we talked about you know, initially, Early, right. there's a kid out there that says, I like to sing. I like to dance. Oh, my gosh. I'm not in drama and I'm not in choir, but I can still participate. Right. You bet. Come on. Come on and, and get up there and, and showcase, you know, those those talents that maybe you didn't even know you had. Well, you're good at pulling talent out of kids. I've, I've seen that firsthand. You do an excellent job. And Thank you. The district is so fortunate to have you in your position. You're a blessing to, to well, everyone. Well, I'm here seven across. more years. Seven, seven more. Eight. Yes, All seven right. or eight more years. So. <laughs> oh, I like that. Seven, <laughs> seven or eight. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling. I, I ran into <clears throat> a former student that had a 
a, a new baby. Aww. And she asked, she literally asked, she said, Miss Burton, are you going to say, I really want Cecilia or whatever her sweet little name was to be in your program. I said, and how old <laughs> is Cecilia? She said, well, she just turned two. And I said, oh, honey, okay. honey. I said, EOPA, we have a summer program, EOPA. And uh, that would be a wonderful opportunity for Cecilia because I may do that a little bit longer than than actually than teaching. Actual teaching. But yeah, that's our summer program that we started. We celebrated our 10th year this past summer. Started with a group of, I think it was about 19 students. And, and this was just an opportunity again for those kids because this is statewide. Okay, not even, I, not I even, was thinking yes, it was. Yes, not even statewide. Um, I have a group of siblings. There were three of them who came from Indiana stayed with family in Oklahoma for two weeks so they could do EOPA. Wow. And so we were thrilled to not only obviously stretch across our state, but, you know, beyond our state's borders to kids that were hearing about it and saying, oh my gosh, I want to, I want to go do that. So this past summer, we had 60 students. What are the and age so groups of these kiddos? We like them to be seven years old because we, that's the age that we think they're able to read sure. and, and fluidly in, enough that they could read a script. And But what's crazy is a lot of these kids, we found out they can't read as well as we thought they would, but we'll record their monologue or there you we'll go. record, right. we'll find another you know, medium, another way to get them to be able to take that because Memorization is another great, you know, to be able for these kids to use their memories. And little kids memorize well. Yes, they do. They absolutely do. And then with parents helping and, you know, so it's it's all worked out. So 7 to 18 is usually our ballpark number uh, for the students. And and we definitely have to be in Choctaw Nacoma Park schools. Absolutely not. Nope. Again, statewide, we've had people, uh, Texoma, I've got a, a, again, siblings, three, three siblings who come to us from Texoma every summer. The oldest one is now a sophomore in high school, and he started when he was in sixth grade. And so, and they, what they do, they get an Airbnb. They've got some family that live in the city. So they come for two weeks and they actually brought their cousins this last, uh, the last three years, I think they've had their cousins with them. So yeah, it just is so much fun. And Justin Larman and I, had this this idea because when Justin was a student, he's a former student of mine, and when he was in school, we didn't do anything like EOPA, no. a summer program. So he would do one at OCU and just would come in and tell me, Miss Burton, I did the o- OCU camp. It was so much fun and would tell me about it. And I thought, one day we might do something like that here. And then when he got older, he said, remember when I was a kid and you said that one day we might do something like a, a summer camp? <laughs> one day has come. One day has come and I will help you. <laughs> so, and so 10 years later, here we are with EOPA, Eastern Oklahoma Performance Academy. I have to say this because remember, you know, I spoke about my drama teacher that, that uh, kind of kick-started everything for me when I was in seventh grade, she actually was also living in Oklahoma at the time and helped us to kick off EOPA. Oh, that's exciting. I cannot forget to mention another person that was such uh, another teacher that was absolutely pivotal in my life, uh, the trajectory of my life. And that was Janet Warren. 
because when I came to Choctaw, um, I was homebound my sophomore year, my junior year. They did not have a drama teacher, and I always remembered that Miss Miss. Uh, Oliver, Judy Lee, would tell me, you know, you, you continue this in high school. You continue right. this this passion for the arts in high school. And so I wanted to compete in individual speech, and they didn't really have anyone. Someone had to take you. A teacher had to take you. So I missed out my sophomore year, but I kept working on that script. I, I always tell the kids, my students now, hey, if I can remember something from 35, years ago, 40 years ago, you guys can remember something from two weeks ago. So keep working it, kids. But uh, Janet Warren, my senior year, I felt like she was a godsend because not only was she a theater kid at Choctaw, but she, that was her passion. Uh, yes, she could teach English, but she was all about the arts and the performance arts. So me and Mrs. Warren were just a great fit, and she really made my senior year the, the, the best senior year I could have ever imagined. I, I did shows again. I went to competition. I won the regional championship in the event of, of humorous interpretation, and I was the first state champion in the event of humorous interpretation. It was just she and I, and she, but she took me to tournaments, and I remember after I had won first, I said, do you have a quarter so I can call home and let him know? And so I remember vividly being on a payphone, calling home and go, you're not going to believe this, but I just won HI state championship. And so, yeah, Janet, Janet Warren was definitely someone that I um, owe a lot of gratitude to because she was that teacher again that did it because it was part of her heart, right. you know? And that's that's when I anytime I say, um, you know, theater is is a heart thing. I always capitalize the A R T part. Oh, how fun! And, yes, and because it really is that important. We have to be passionate about it. Uh, otherwise, you you have to be passionate about education. You're not going to have longevity. True. You know. True. So, so another another teacher who made an impact. Another teacher, and I, and the list goes on. There's so sure. many uh, that you know along along the the path, along the journey. Uh, I never even had Butch Roberts as a teacher, but I vividly and I told him this when I came to the high school and he was a colleague. I said I was walking down the hall and he had seen me in a show that I was in, and he said I I did I just want to tell you, I noticed you and you've got talent. I mean, you've got something that, that, uh, made me remember you. And he said that that's pretty important young lady. It's like, okay, thank you. What's your name? <laughs> Mr. Roberts. And I teach science or, you know, physical science. I mean, a science that I would never take. Right. Uh, right. Like, physics oh, and physics. Right. Oh my gosh. So, but I, I remembered that comment that he made. So, and again, Sometimes you don't know how a simple comment like that can make a huge difference in someone's day, someone's life. Absolutely. And yeah. it certainly did me. Mary Jane, thank you so much for coming in and spending some time with me. This has been so much fun. I have enjoyed visiting with you. I can't tell you how much we appreciate all you do for the district and the impact that you make on countless students' lives every single day. Well, all I can say is it's a Tuesday morning and you've made the rest of my week. I've had a blast. I've had good, a ball just good. chatting and sharing. And because, again, 
you know, this is my 28th year of a job that I absolutely love. I wake up every morning looking forward to coming to school, being with my kids. Every day is something different. And this is kind of icing on the cake to be able to do a podcast with you. Woo! <laughs> well, not everybody can say that. They cannot say that they get up enjoying their job. What's what's the old adage? If you do something you love, you never work a day in your life. Amen, so, sister. So there it is. Truth. Well, we are looking forward to Mamma Mia. Cannot yes. wait to see it. Well, okay, you have between. to tell me what's your favorite song? Oh, slipping through my fingers. <gasps> oh, I love that song. What does it oh, mean to you? Oh my gosh. When I look at my children and how they've grown and the the impact that they're making on the world now, mm. and I look at my grandchildren and yes. how they've grown. And then I turn and look in the mirror and I see all the years that have gone and how many more are to come. Yes. The sands just slip through your fingers every day. It's a beautiful song. And I think everyone can connect to it for that very reason that you just shared. And so I I get teary-eyed even when I just listen to the recording. So I can just imagine once it gets staged and once we get the visuals, um, I have some really cool ideas regarding showing uh, Sophie growing and progressing through uh, the stages of her life from infancy to now a bride-to-be. So looking so forward to it is super exciting. Oh, there's some really fun songs in, in this play, and, and I cannot cannot wait to see it. And I, I hope everybody marks on their calendar. February, what are the dates again, Mary Jane? February 16th, 17th, and 18th. And then we will do a second weekend on the 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Six performances of Mamma Mia. We'll see you there. All right. Once again, thank you, Mary Jane, for joining us. And thank you, Yellow Jackets, for tuning in. I want to remind you to subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts. And we will be talking to you again very soon. Have a great Yellow Jacket day.